Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello everybody, welcome to Marvel Movie News. Today we're talking about Wolverine 3, X-Men Apocalypse, Spider-Man, Namor, Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel, and Thor, Ragnarok. So much. There's a lot to talk about. Uh, Sit there, we'll be right back in a second. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk. Oh, you Marvel want an MCU. Uh, welcome to Marvel Movie News, where, you, where, uh, where we're coming to you live from the chamber of the Psyche Magnetron. <laughs> that is some major nerd cred, I think, that I just gave us. Deep cuts. That is some deep, deep cuts. If you're wondering, the Psyche Magnetron is what gave Carol Danvers her powers. Her Cree, her Cree infused and her superpowers, hair. and her hair. Well, no, no, it didn't give her her hair. It didn't give her her hair. No, her hair, her hair was was awful for decades. <laughs> Fucking nerds. In my yeah. mind, it instantly gives her that hair. That's the the, the her. binary hair. She looked like a member of like the Misfits from *Gemini the Hologram*. <laughs> you have no idea how to talk to a uh, anyway, we are the Marvel Movie News coming to you live from the, well, I've already said that, where we tell you all the news from all the studios and why you should be as excited as we are. Subscribe to us on iTunes at Marvel Movie News or find us at YouTube forward slash Popcorn Talk Network. You can also find us on their website, Popcorn Talk Network. Follow us on Twitter at Marvel News PTN or at the Popcorn Talk. Also on Facebook uh, forward slash Marvel News Show. Follow us and like us. And if you guys will tweet a link out to our show with a message telling people about the live chat, Doom in the booth will retweet you. Doom demands your tweets. As always, <laughs> he 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 was tweeting live from uh, Latveria. Yeah, is that a Doom bot or is well. that actually Doom? No, it's, actual, it's Doom actual. <laughs> it's Doom, Doom Prime. Doom, Doom Live. It's Doom, Doom Live. It's Zach Doom replicas, talking. <laughs> uh, I am Matt Key at the Matt Key. With me, as always, is Koi Jandro at C O Y J A N D R E A U, and we are joined by Marisha Ray and Talis and Jeffy. What what in Howard. the house? Yo yo. Uh, so where can we find people? Where can people find you? Well, let's start with Marisha because she's on my left. Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at Marisha underscore Ray. Please uh, do not tweet at Marisha Ray. She gets inundated with a bunch of Keyleth fan art, <laughs> and I feel so bad for her. Uh, and who is Keyleth? Why don't you tell people who Keyleth is? Uh, Keyleth is my character on uh, Critical Role that uh, Talison Jaffe joins me on, where a bunch of nerdy-ass voice actors play Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah. And that's about it. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Talison over here actually is also my current host on Signal Boost. And Signal Boost is a show where uh, every episode, uh, one a cool person shares a bunch of stuff you may not have heard of in a kind of funny and kind of amusing way. We're pretty funny. We think we're funny. I don't yeah. know if anybody else thinks we're funny, but I don't I don't really care what anybody else thinks yeah. of our jokes. No, we, awesome. we totally take the Monty Python approach and we're just like, well, this makes us laugh, so we're going to do it. Yeah. That's and that's the, really the only way to do comedy because you can't yeah. you can't guess what everyone, everyone else is going to laugh at. There's exactly. no way. No, we, 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 I can hear the crickets laughing and that's really all that it matters to me. You guys have friends of the show Hector. Hector's on there, right? Oh, yeah. Yes, Hector. Yeah, Hector's Hector. on there as well. And I'm actually going to Record you, some episodes. Yeah, this is. Up. Oh man, yeah. yeah. And I know it's a good thing. So if they find my phone number, 
Uh, yeah, but what's funny, I, I'm, I'm trying so hard to come up with stuff that I'm just like, man, like, coming up with stuff to talk about on Signal Boost, I'm like, I'm the most boring person alive. Like, everything I love is, like, corporate. Like, I like Doctor Strange and Marvel, too. So can I do all of the episodes on that? Dude, like, I've, I've been to your house. You're not that boring. You yeah. just reference Captain Marvel's birthplace as a thing, man. That's yeah. not, like, a pop culture, like, norm in corporate mm-hmm. America. And I'm, I'm sure I, you can get around that. I'm sure that you can overcome that problem. It'll be okay. Dude, it's hard to get around... Let's talk about but, but yeah, yeah, you can find me at, at, at executive.goff <laughs> yeah, since yeah. I am supposed to do that. At executive.goff on Twitter or uh, but in the alley behind the CVS over on Magnolia. Oh, yeah, you're there all the time. I am. I'm, I'm Yeah, I'm sitting there with a script to sell. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like every writer. Like every writer. Oh, I'm yeah. back here on the show and be like, and I'm talking about classic Coke. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, Crystal Pepsi, bring it back. All right? I am so down for Crystal Pepsi. I haven't lived off that stuff in, oh in freshman year of high school. They brought it back. Did they? Yeah. yeah. They bring it all back. Ish. Yeah, the 80s kind and 90s are in a resurgence. Yeah. God, it's are any of us upset about it? I'm not. I'm not. I'm no, not, the I'm not 80s and 90s were pretty good for me. Yeah. The LA yeah. Beast ran that whole campaign to try and get it back. That guy who does all the eating dare challenges on YouTube. Did he? Yep. Bless him. Yeah. <laughs> Bless, bless that boy. All right, well, let's let's jump over to uh, our headlines from the Daily Bugle. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, first of all, we're going to talk about Wolverine 3, uh, where the first pics of Wolverine on set uh, have showed up. Um, now, here's a... Uh, Doom, can we get those pictures up real quick? Uh, uh, I know you're working vigorously to do that. Um, I, I don't know quite what we're looking at in these pictures it's it's no well here no here's what well it's Hugh Jackman with a beard and a suit outside of a limo I don't know if that means that Hugh Jackman as Wolverine is now a limo driver uh in Wolverine maybe this was just like a paparazzi photo (laughs) or this is a paparazzi photo of Wolverine after or Hugh Jackman as he arrived on set. set Or that's just but like Les Mis. It's, like he's yeah, just yeah. killing the set. They're doing an X-Men Ocean's Eleven, which I'm really kind of <laughs> down for. Very handsome. That would, actually, that would actually probably be better than Apocalypse, that which would... I I say as a person who enjoyed X-Men Apocalypse. I'm, like... I haven't seen it yet, and I'm trying hard not to speak ill of things I have not seen. <laughs> uh, I, did, it, I did not think it was as bad as everyone said. I got a lot of not love last week for not loving it. <laughs> So you learn to keep your mouth shut today. It's the first movie that, like, besides Age of Ultron, that I've since I've done the show that I haven't enjoyed. And you know what's wrong with not enjoying everything? Having an opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get like, it. It's just like, but you didn't enjoy Fantastic Four. No, but everyone did enjoy Fantastic Four. It's, That's it's like so saying it's the like, first movie yeah, that fine. everyone enjoyed that you did not. You know what's like. bad? Cancer. Like, <laughs> it's just like, you can say a fact that's just true. But, like, X-Men was just the first thing where I had an opinion that wasn't, like, the world, and it was just like, Whoa. Hey, hey, can- cancer he- raised me. I'm just saying, <laughs> it, care- it took it's me in when no one else would. Kept doing uh, nice. So, anyway, so Wolverine 3. <laughs> Speaking of cancer, Wolverine 3. No, but... So we've got these pictures out from just Jared, and a lot of other places picked them up. But uh, it shows Hugh Jackman standing outside of a limo. Again, I don't know. Like, it's either he's coming to set or he's a limo driver in As uh, pretentious the as we like to believe all celebrities are, most of them don't arrive to set in limos. <laughs> That'd be so weird. <laughs> so no, weird. Exactly. It's really like, weird. And that's like... But, oh, maybe it's not. I guess it is. It's a limo, it's a, right? It's a, it's is a, it a limo or it's a limo. Just a really nice town it's, car. It looks like a limo hearse. Does to be fair, it also looks futuristic. I think this is in the movie. I think yeah. this is definitely something. I think it's him uh, arriving to a place. My my theory is that 
a bad guy has requested him. They sent the limo, the whole classic mafia thing. This is him arriving confused. Ah. He's looking around. What's going to happen? Am I going to be ambushed? Bad, yes. That's not a bad guy. Okay. That's what I imagine. I've, I've, got, I've got two really cynical things that I'm going to point out, oh, then, which exactly, are a great way exactly to... Executive goth, please to, do. Because I, 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 I go sharply between cynicism mm-hmm. and optimism, mm-hmm. and I, both of these things exist in me. Um, yeah. I would want to find out what car that is and whether or not they have a deal with the studio because every car that shows up in a movie like this paid to be there. Yeah, true. So I would be curious. True. And B, the license plate. The license plate will tell you where that car is from. And if it's from a real place and a real license plate, that's where this scene is taking place. Because they ah, would make a fake license plate for no, anything it, else. Is that upstate well, it New York? Like it, it, it's either New York it's, or California. It's Texas. It's Texas. Which suits the old man Logan theory. I, I definitely oh. think this is terrible. I definitely think this is, that's, this is what's happening. Uh-huh. So like, in, the, in the future of the X-Men universe, Wolverine becomes a limo driver. I'm, 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 he's I, like, I'm not going to pop my claws in He's, he's Ubering, so man. He's this. just I, working I, on Ubering. I really feel like this is just your own like, personal fantasy that you I really want to, like, to play out. All right, just, I just want you to think about this. You get in a limo. You're excited like... Like you're you're a high school student. You're like, we're going to prom and we were in a limo. My dad it. is great. This is amazing. And like you like you look in the rearview mirror to see the driver and he's like, Hey bub, where are you going? Like that to me is hilarious. <laughs> Don't this you is... touch that mini bar. <laughs> Don't you the touch reason that Matt couldn't make the show last week is he was sitting at home giggling about Wolverine driving. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like <laughs> Matt, you're you're joking, but like if that was the start to like a road trip comedy with Wolverine and a bunch of high school right? students, right? I'm in. Wolverine, Nightcrawler, and Quentin Quire doing a road trip in a limo oh, yes. across Texas. So on board. Where, so where on board. Where they? Where, where are those off that awful group of mutant hunters that are like from Australia? I hate them. They're terrible. They make a great film. What the Reavers? The, the Reavers. Oh, the, Re- yeah. the Reavers. The Reavers are, are, are in the movie. They are. Yeah. I'm down. Now they're <laughs> the worst. Yeah. We, we recorded they, they that are, last week. Uh, they are like, the absolute worst. Oh, and I they, can't just, stand either. they just popped up an old man Logan, the new book. Yeah. So like clearly Ma- Marvel's like, remember these weird dudes. Yeah, put man. Put him in, put him in, put him in. Quiet like <laughs> Yeah, they're 100 percent in the movie because uh, they're like Anyway, so that's Wolverine 3. Let's move on. Let's move on to more pleasant things like the uh the controversial X-Men Apocalypse poster. Very, very excited to talk about this. Yeah, we have to. Yeah, we have to. We have to. We absolutely have to. I feel like I'm like strapping on boxing gloves. Alright, so this is this is very much like a controversial thing. Um, Fox, so, okay, there were posters around Los Angeles. I, I'm sure that they were all over America. I, I don't know, because I haven't been there. Uh, I, I only live in L.A. Uh, but the, the bubble the, that is Los Angeles. The bubble that is L.A. Uh, but the picture showed Apocalypse uh, holding up Mystique and choking her. Um, and that uh, that sparked some controversy. Now, uh, we will say, in the context of the film, this poster makes complete sense. Sure. Because that's what happened in the film. Uh, but out of context, uh, it rubs some people the wrong wrong way, um, especially Rose McGowan, uh, actress who posted about it on her Facebook page, and it got a lot of steam. And then I think Deadline reported on it, Hollywood Reporter. It became a big thing, and Fox issued an apology for it. Uh, here was their apology. In our enthusiasm to show the villainy of the character Apocalypse, we didn't immediately recognize the upsetting connotation of this image in print form. Once we realized how insensitive it was, we quickly took steps to remove those materials. We apologize for our actions and would never condone violence against women. Executive Goth, what, what do you have to say? Okay, I just want to start with this because I want to get I just want to get this baseline of sanity out before we all lose our minds. <laughs> Which is a 
everybody's entitled to their opinion. Yes. Opinions are great, as long as you understand. And everyone's entitled to be offended. I love that people can take offense, because then I'm offended that they're offended, and then everything's <laughs> fine. And that's great. And these posters were made by a committee of 60 people trying to design an extremely dull image that offends nobody to get the most people mm -hmm. into the movie theater to see a movie designed to please the most number of people humanly possible mm -hmm. and somehow they still failed and that's apparently a thing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. That's that's the most impressive thing about that's this the most impressive story. Thing. Can yeah. I point out something that isn't controversial at all before I talk? Sure. Yes. His arm's like a foot too short. <laughs> How does he drink? Look how short his arms are. He's got little no, like, T-Rex arms. Like, man, they had the to do it with like a water. 20 by 10 foot So they like shrug his arm a lot. Okay. Yeah. Once you see that, you can't unsee it. It's nope. really nope. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's real. Well, it's, well, it's apocalypse. So technically, power, like, it's like, he does have that power to like shrink and expand. He can put his elbow anywhere. He didn't use it in the movie, but in the poster, he's all like... All right, back to controversy. Back to, okay, no, go for I, it. But Lord, I tried to divorce this from as much context as possible, and I just couldn't. I just keep seeing a giant Egyptian stone statue yeah. killing a Smurf. I just that's, can't, that's I can't my, bring it base enough. my thing. Um, man, I mean, we could talk for hours about this. <laughs> and do. ultimately, you're correct. Everyone, I guess, is entitled to their opinion. My problem is when people's opinion starts to invade... Uh, Everything. Um, everything. When CNN's like, people are mad at stupid things. Right. I'm like, when it, when CNN invades, people are dying over real yeah, things. Yeah, that's the thing. When it invades career creativity, when it invades censorship, when it invades pop culture, when it invades my Twitter hashtag, <laughs> like, it's too much. Um, and my problem is exactly like you said, when we make problems, and once again, whenever a issue like this comes out and then it's under the guise of being a feminine issue... And then the people are upset, and then it just makes the movement that is feminism look like complete and utter assholes. When, once again, like I said, we have bigger problems. Um, every other problem. Every Like, like there's a thousand other other problem, oh, yeah. including other f fem female issues they, in Hollywood. They mentioned one. In they the, mentioned in one. The, the Rose letter. McGowan <laughs> mentioned one that has nothing <laughs> to do with this, All right, well, let which me, is let me, the let female read, directors. Let me read the last... The last part, like Rose McGowan wrote a big thing on her oh, Facebook. Yeah. I, I, I highlighted just the last part of it. Imagine if it were a black man being strangled by a white man or a gay male being strangled by a hetero. The outcry would be enormous. So let's write this wrong. 20th Century Fox, since, since you can't manage to put any women directors on your slate for the next two years, how about you at least replace your ad? Well, what are the movies about if that's happening on the poster? Like, again, like, but it's I, that's kind of my, my question there is, like, there's... How would you define a, a hetero and gay man a gay male, on a poster? On a poster yes. Like what what signals would you be sending uh, in the poster to to signify that? Like what? I mean, the, the only thing I can think of would be like offensive in and of itself. Like, yeah, everything <laughs> would be a cartoon. I know. Or a there, there, there's a caricature yeah. of it, and I and I. I mean, like, do you remember those strain posters that went up uh, for the strain with the yes, eyeball and the worm? With the eyeball worm. I yeah. was so glad they took those down. Those that, were uncomfortable. That bothered me. I was like, I can't imagine being seven years old and like running into that. So, like, I have, I know that I have that line. Mm -hmm. But can I? Uh, yeah, please. I've been called a social justice warrior more times than I can count, and I take that with pride because I think we need more warriors for yep. social justice. So, thank you, trolls. Uh, <laughs> but on the flip side, I think if we want women to be taken 
as equals, then they should be treated as equals. And if this was a man choking a man or a man choking a woman, that shouldn't be the conversation because that's a fight between superhero beings. And if yes. it's going to be casting the two people you want to advertise, the new villain and Jennifer Lawrence, who they've made the lead of the X-Men, then if we make it a commentary on her being a woman, that is sexist. And that's the problem. So if you want equality have a quality. If you want there to be a conversation about an ad, then make it about that, not about your petty squabbles with Fox. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I totally agree. Because, like I said, when you look at this, and I, I highly disagree with everyone saying, like, well, if you take this out of context... That image has plenty of context. Yeah. And, and once again, like you said, even, even if you rem- if I'm removing all knowledge that I have about the X-Men, like you were saying, stripping all of it, I still see someone who, this is clearly a fantasy setting, clearly these people are mutants, clearly these people are superheroes. And, and, and what's so sad about this entire thing is that uh, uh, they've worked so hard to put Jennifer Lawrence mm-hmm. in this position and in, in giving her and the irony about all of this is that Jennifer Lawrence has probably done more to shed light on women's issues in Hollywood herself herself as a person all of the awful things that happened right. to her and her being strong and smart about it right exactly she's over the past two years she's probably done more for women in Hollywood so the fact that they're that they're targeting this ad which includes Jennifer Lawrence uh, I just find the whole thing very ironic. Do you guys remember like the most iconic scene of <laughs> Ripley and the alien? Oh, with the, like, the with the with the that's a male alien, right? Because the queen is therefore female. Are we upset that Ripley was choked by a male alien? That's the level of retarded this is. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, are we upset that because we're inferring that alien is male that this is sexist because Ripley had to handle her? No, we want strong women. If you yes, want equality, so... you want them to be able to fight. You want them to be smart. You want them to handle their own. This yeah, is showing she's awesome. that. And so this. And you kind of you kind of have to sell a movie about about meta about philosophical metaphors fighting out in in actual conflict by showing metaphors fighting out fighting in actual, actual conflict. conflict. That's really no other way to. That's what I thought. There's really no other way to like like it is literally people punching each other to see who's right for two hours. Like that is legitimately <laughs> what what the movie is. And this is a woman who objectified herself to a level of strapping a gun to her leg in a movie and becoming a literal object. In which her name was Cherry. I mean, Can we and, point and, this out? And this was her, her last... And bless her, her, her You're talking about Rosemary Gallagher. And yeah. I fucking love that film. It's a great, it's it's a great, a great movie. movie. I, like, great. And I like her, liked her in those things. So I like her, her in now those and just things. be like, hey, remember I'm alive? Let me say a thing. Dude, right... Like I just come on, man. There's it's a so much. point that we turned into a topic because we're trying to distract from the fact that we have an election coming up, wherein <laughs> we're gonna die. <laughs> like it's literally being like, look at that horrible uh, thing, not this horrible thing that affects us. Right, right. Like actually affects us. And by the way, if you live in California, go out and vote. I'm tell you who to vote for. Yes, just do it. Yes, uh, it doesn't make important. any sense to. It just it's we're talking about on this show, and I feel dirty. Uh, no, I, yeah. I, I, we got a skibbity bop. Please, final thoughts. Final okay, thoughts. excellent. I, I believe in the future, and I'm I, again. I, I don't know if I've never been called a social justice warrior, but I, I definitely think I'm a, now you will. I'm a social justice gardener at the least. <laughs> I'm happy to dig in and plant some seeds. I think the biggest thing we should learn from this poster is that we need anatomically correct arms. And <laughs> not Tyrannosaurus and, and, arms. And, and when did Mystique become a hero? That's just still true. I miss that's her as a villain. That, that's, I miss yeah, her, as a, I miss her as, a, as a conniving villain. I guess my, my final weird. thought, which this was pro- might be one of the more controversial things I'll probably say on the whole thing, is if you look at that poster and it triggers or gives you any type of anxiety, you need to put down the pen and stop writing Fox and write your therapist. 
That's that's what I'd say. I just think I that uh, this SJW movement is just people being uncomfortable with opinions that aren't their own, and that's okay, and that's important. I just think that taking it out on people you don't know and on movements that you don't know enough about yes. isn't the way to go. Way to I don't go. know enough about feminism to talk about it. I know enough about what I think equality means, and I think equal means equal in every sense of the word. I just try not to be lauded, people. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> got through it. Okay. Uh, my, well done, people. We did it. We did it. We got through my, it. Uh, Michael, Michael Barbieri has joined the cast of Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, there's no name on who he's playing. Uh, all we know is that he is a 14-year-old kid uh, who just did his first movie, uh, whose name I cannot remember. Michael Barbieri. Uh, Michael Barbieri. He's like he's he's only done one other film. He's also currently recording um, uh, the series with uh, why am I, the Stephen King series. I'm just, I'm blanking on it. Um, uh, the with the the Dark Tower. He's doing. Oh right, right. Oh nice. He's in Dark awesome. Tower. Uh, yeah, here he is. He's here. It's this kid. This kid. He's 14 years old. He's in uh, the Spider-Man Homecoming uh, film. No word who he is, but ComicBook.com is claiming that he is playing uh, Ganki, who is Miles Morales' best friend. Ooh, that'd be awesome. Uh, he's, he's not. He's a little skinny. I don't think he. He's yeah, a little he's, thin. He's also a little not Asian. Yeah. 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 I oh, think man. he's a Harry. He's looking like he a Harry. He looks more like a Harry. You, you think he's a Harry Osborn? I think he's a Harry Osborn. Yeah. He doesn't he's, look he's, like Yankee at all to me. Yeah, no. He gives me a Harry Osborne vibe. I think I think someone just picked up the wrong issue with Spider Man was looking for a teenager. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. I don't, I'd, Instead of thinking young in, young Harry. Yeah. 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 Young Harry would be cool. Because yeah. yeah, I would love for the for the other kids to show up in Spider Man, but yeah. I think that it's I think also why yeah. would Genki show up in Peter Parker? Park, well, Parker. So that's the thing is like is if he shows up, does that also mean that we're going to have Miles Morales running around in the hallways? Like, are they doing the same like age, a, which would be not well? Yeah. But, but if if this kid is fourteen and Tom Holland, I think just turned twenty, but he don't look twenty. No, the whole no, point is that he's playing 20, in like a so he's playing like a sophomore. So like that would mean like Miles Morales would probably be like a year behind him, which doesn't. That, he's a legacy character. He's a legacy character. So if he's a year younger, it's like, hey, Spider-Man, that's almost identical to me, except that we're like, no, that doesn't like, (laughs) hey, this is so great, by this, no. No, No, it makes sense. It makes sense to me. And I don't think he is ganky, by the way. Like, I'm not saying that he is. Uh, I'm simply saying what the rumor is, what comicbook.com is reporting. Like, they had sources who were like, he's ganky. Ganky. How do you say it? Ganky? I, you know, I, I love Ganky. It's, it's like there's Gunky? some words that you've only read and never heard out loud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can we get Bendis in? Bendis, get in here. I, I agree with you guys. I don't think that's Ganky or however we want to pronounce yeah. it today. Ganky. Um, but the idea of a Miles Morales being just a few years younger than Peter yeah, could be really a... cool. If they're going to do something where it's because it, this is all supposed to be in high school, like the, the yeah. trilogy of these Spider-Man movies is supposed to be high school. What if we introduce Miles as a freshman, freshman. when Peter's a senior? I, I, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. want to introduce Miles until at least the second film. Yeah, and then maybe I agree. the third or like or like just introduce him to the third and yeah. have him pick up the and mantle I, in the third And film. I honest to God believe that we're going to see Peter Parker die in the third movie. That would be great. I really, I really think we will. I think we will. Like I would, I would actually be more surprised if we didn't. Yeah, because then you've got Miles Morales, who takes over the For next three trilogy. more films. Well, yeah. then if that if you believe that, then I think it's a hundred percent plausible that they could be setting that up. I think they're film. setting that up. I just don't know that they will set it up in this film. Well, well, like I think they, I think they need to give Peter Parker his film. Yeah, or then two. maybe start setting up. 
you know, well, then uh, you the hit, next, the well, next then you Spider-Man. Can hit phase four, and like that, that could be a whole Marvel phase four. Is then we get female Thor, we get yeah, we, we get Falcon Cap. We oh, get, I I absolutely like, think phase four is going to become all new, all different. Is all new, all different, and like yeah. I I would kill for Miss Marvel. Yeah, I am so I am yeah. so ready That's for Miss Marvel TV series. Yeah. Well, oh my god, phase two be at this point. I guess it would only be like Spider Man two. Right, so Spider Man. There's a bunch of yeah. un- unannounced films, and I think Spider Man Two or Spider Man Three is probably they're probably going to do them in fast succession before he starts looking his age. Yeah, <laughs> very true. I feel like we need a lot of this. I, I want Boyhood with Spider Man. I want to see. Yeah. I want, actually, I want Harry Potter more accurately with Spider Man. I want to yeah. see like a series of films where he ages, he grows up, he turns into a thing. I don't want to rush to Miles as much as I want Miles. I would yeah. much rather have a separate universe with Miles or like the animated series with Miles. Yeah. Like I want to have Miles get his due, but I don't want to rush through Peter Parker to get to Miles. I, I agree with that. So, agree with so that. much of what makes Miles Miles is the death of Peter Parker. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why if you have him a year younger, it's like, it's hey, that guy I grew up with and totally knew the whole time, and is like, it just doesn't have to. Yeah. Can't know him. He can't. He can't know him. It's got to be his hero, not his bro. Yeah, well, yeah that's a good point. It's got to be a hero. It's got to be someone because yeah. he doesn't know how young he is until he dies. No one yeah. does. So if he's just like a guy that he knew in calculus, you're like, "What's up, bro?" And that doesn't really like. <laughs> but kind of, kind of going, can like off of that, I could 100 percent see them setting up some sort of Harry Potter type of lineage. Let's find a film. To be honest, like Marvel needs a film mm-hmm. where we have a coming of age story Absolutely. for the mm-hmm. younger audience. Why couldn't that be Miles? Because oh, we already got it with Tom Holland. We already, I mean, we already oh, have. Why would you do it true. twice in a yeah, row? We're, we're, we're doing it yes, with Spider-Man. Yes. So, but I do think we're going to get But they're just starting Miles them off so young. Well, that's the, yeah, that's yeah. the point. Like, if, if you do it, if you do two coming of age movies back to back, it's like remember when Spider-Man became a man again? Again. <laughs> like, it's just like okay, we get it, Spider-Man. Uh, so I think that it'd be it'd make more sense to have like five or six right. Tom Holland. Let us have the evolution of Spider-Man we've all wanted. That's the character that like the world identifies mm-hmm. with and agrees. I'm, you know, I'm right. seeing Harry in that guy's. I see Harry. Face. I see. I see Harry. Especially I see that Harry. picture. Yeah, he looks. He looks. Yeah. He, yeah, he looks like his dad's mean. <laughs> Sorry. sorry, sorry to your real dad. Sorry, I'm Michael's sure great. dad. I'm sorry, sure he's Michael's great. dad. I'm sure you're great, but like, that's just a weird picture. I also yeah. don't think it'd be fair to cast uh, Genki as this kid because I love that Genki, more SJW talk, is an overweight younger kid that has yeah. that. Like the newest issue is him talking about how Miles never understood what it's like to be overweight or deal with those issues yeah. and all those oh, things. Oh, I love that. I yeah. love that I issue. I think it's great. And then they're like, "What if we get this handsome kid? This handsome fourteen-year-old? <laughs> Maybe we should like, negate everything he stands for." Yeah. What if like Angel like Death Metal and Cyclops was a punk kid instead or something <laughs> yeah. like that? Box. All right. Let's uh, oh. let's uh, any any closing thoughts. We've got to move on to talk about Namor. If you're gonna make comic movies, read comics. <laughs> if you're gonna make comic book movies, make comic book movies about the comic. Like figure out what the comic's about. Well, it's not. First, it's not yeah. about a superpower. Yeah. The superpower is yeah. a metaphor. Understand that yeah. and, and don't think of us. Ah, it's a metaphor. Well, a metaphor is kind of like. Is it when a man loves a woman go. very much? <laughs> I love people just like to explode. Scooby-Doo. You completely threw me. Well done. I was just like, Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo. So Namor, according to Joe Casada, the Namor rights are at Marvel. Like he said that on the Fat Man on Batman podcast, which I I produce. Oh boy. But he said, yes, as far as I know, we do. Yeah, it's not at Fox. It's not at Sony. So Marvel owns the rights to Namor. All right. I, That's I, really exciting because it, it, it actually kind of is. I think it's like the first acquisition that we've gotten that wasn't like assumed. Yeah, like I feel like other acquisitions like so we burned a hole in your living room and we'd like to. Will you fix the hole and then yeah. have your house back? Like yeah. this is just like 
Oh, that guy that's been hanging out in a shelf. We'll. Oh, oh, we can. Oh, we can do it. Oh, great. It feels less like an apology. Yeah, yeah. And that's nice. Yeah, like the fact that Spider Man has the subtitle Homecoming, I feel like is kind of like a shot. There's no jazz. Namor's just like, oh, I'm relevant. Let's do this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's bring me back. Uh, So there's been a a big outcry online, though, that uh, if they do have Namor, can he. And we do decide to do a Namor film, please, can he be Asian? Like, please, like. I don't see why not. I don't see exactly. why not. He, like, why not? He, why there not? Is nothing, there is nothing in his in his character DNA that is yeah. that is relevant in that direction. And it is about time that we have like a I'll, lead protagonist in a film that's portrayed by an Asian. Like, in, in my opinion, he he's not nearly as interesting as a protagonist as he is in, as an antagonist. Agreed. That's that's I, what I was gonna say. Yeah. Like I've always liked him best as a, he's always been kind of an antihero. Yeah. And I have a I, I want to see heroes. him as the villain in the Black Panther. Oh movie. my god, that would be so like, but but like, he's like a sympathetic villain in oh, a yeah. lot of ways because he's like fighting for the survival of his Atlantean race. Like, exactly. so there is something to be said for like he's an antagonist, but he's not really a villain. Like early on, yes, he's a bit more he's of a just villain, a but like terrible he, person. <laughs> he grows into like this. Like he's a bit of a terrible person, but his like heart in some ways is in the right place in terms of protecting his. Atlantean race, like he's an awful person. No, I always kind of look at the the Atlanteans like the like the Dothraki. He's like the Cal Drogo, but like the Marvel universe. The Cal Drogo of the sea. God, get get out! Some sort of Aquaman, you're saying? Yeah, you know. (laughs) I'm here. I'm here to take your lance, lance, and sleep with your women. Is really kind of his vibe. Yes. Uh, so uh, we have. Uh, it, it could be a cool thing to put him in, like if a Phase Four New Avengers project came up, like after Infinity, that sparked the rising of the Atlanteans. Or, or give him a heel turn. He would be a great like villain turn hero, which they haven't done yet. <laughs> I'd love to see like an inverse Breaking Bad. Like I'd love to see someone go from someone that's despicable to likable. Oh yeah, he yeah. would be great to be like a he villain for an Iron Man or Black Panther film, and then yeah. like the next time he comes around, and now he's a member of the Avengers. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, uh, and like to have an anti-hero that's like we. I mean, we had the Punisher who is an anti-hero, and then some. But it'd be cool to have someone that's like a super-powered anti-hero that's also yeah. got a regalness. We've got like Punisher was a broken anti-hero. We understood where he's coming from as an underdog standpoint. Yeah. It'd be really sure. interesting to have like an a overdog, yeah. like someone, someone who was in like charge. the highest above us. Yeah. And you're like, I don't identify well, with I him think, at all. Totally. And I mm-hmm. think like one of the more, I might be getting my stories mixed up, but I think when the Masters of Evil first like like when they took over Avengers Mansion. It was in part due to like the controversy about the Avengers allowing Namor into their ranks after Namor had just like flooded the entire Eastern Seaboard with his Atl- with the Atlanteans, and America was like, wait, 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 no, he was a bad guy, and now you're making him an Avenger? Like, no, 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 no. And the Masters of Evil snuck into. I think that's how it happened. Well, and so it'd be I, interesting. And to I see love that. that he was a member of the Illuminati and the Cabal. Like, like yeah. literally, he has just been like the guy who helps run things, no matter who's in charge. Yeah. He's just. <laughs> He's and that awful. He's like, he's half, right? He's half Atlantean, half human. I yes. think so. Yeah. I would love if like I'm the Atlanteans were uh, of, you know, Eastern descent. It'd be cool to have like an entire race and actually like represent a yeah. whole culture that doesn't have their hero yet. So yeah. I think it'd be cool to go that way. And then you can have, like we were saying, actor, like Daniel Day Kim would be incredible. Oh, yeah, he would be great. Like, oh, I would love, great. he's got 
Damn cheekbones. Like, oh. he'd be, I like him and, so much. Like, I'd love him for that. I would um, I would watch him at like at like zero percent body fat being smug. Oh, Dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know there's a world people want to see that man in a speedo. Just green uh, scaly yeah, speedo. Yeah, yeah. And like and like uh the wings on his heels. Yeah, yeah dude, all about it. it. I Helping think him fly through the sea. He's also an incredible actor. Like so yeah, as long as it's not stunt, <laughs> stunt casting with race is the worst thing you can Objectivity do. Objectivity aside. He's Objectivity great. aside. Um, also good actor with his nineteen pounds. There's only a short list of people who can who can legitimately play these characters. There's a physical demand for these characters. Right. Yeah. It's really intense. And there's also like I imagine a very strong physical demand to be able to swim. Like so I hope that's yeah. like a factor. Because there'll be some underwater we stuff. We have computers for yeah. that, please. Well I, I want to point out that on our <laughs> yeah, Twitter uh, Dan, who is uh, at who underscore eighty six said, Yes, I think it's time for an Asian American Atlantean Namor. Daniel Day Kim would be great. What do you guys think? So we just answered that. Uh, we agreed. Then, uh, agreed. Uh, Colby LGVK at High Lion Haxaramama Samamas. Uh, sorry, I butchered your How Twitter do you spell handle. That? Uh, said uh, totally sold and a perfect character for an Asian actor. Plus, I want Namor and his personality will be a good. Con- and talking about uh, Brian T, who plays uh, Shredder in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles oh, films. Oh, right. He actually was talking to Entertainment Weekly and said. Uh, Marvel Studios just picked up the rights to Namor, who is a Submariner, or the Submariner, and I would love to play the Submariner. I grew up as a comic geek, and the Submariner is one of my childhood's fondest superheroes. So He's not as boyish as I would expect, but I'm down. Yeah, now, I, I, I would like that. Yeah, I, uh, I'd be down another for name that's been tossed around that I always say for other rules, besides Ben Foster, is Zac Efron. And I personally don't think uh, for this is my anti-casting. I think he's yeah. too young. He also doesn't have a regalness. Like, he has a boyish yeah. charm. I think he'd be a great Nova, but yeah. I don't think yeah, he'd be a I great agree. Namor. Oh, like, like, like Rick, uh, yeah. Rick, Rick Ryder Nova? He'd yeah. be a great Namor. Yeah, like, but, like, Na- uh, Namor-wise, no. I think that'd be that'd just be pandering. I, I, I have a weird one. I don't know if anybody from Marvel ever, like, listens to this show or not, but, like, I have a, I have a, I have a weird little continuity yeah. one that makes me so happy um anna who was an ant-man um, mm-hmm. and betty brant she's already been established as a reporter in That'd the marvel be awesome U. i'm all about that and i'm just like saying oh you're saying anna should be betty should brant, be betty brant. They never gave her a name they never gave her a name and that uh, ties her into the marvel U. am just i'm putting seed i'm just i'm planting seeds that would be awesome i would i would kill for that that's that great. would be awesome who was the guy in uh tokyo drift that was so good that died and they brought him back because he was so good I don't you know, know. You know what I'm talking about? I they literally like know. rewrote the timeline yeah, yeah, because they were yeah. like, we can't have him die yet. He's too charming. <laughs> I have I have not delved into Fast and Furious yet. Oh, I'm aware. Sir. I'm, I'm aware. I've, I've seen Wait, Tokyo like, Drift. All? I've never seen a single the, I, Fast and Furious film. I, I watched Tokyo Drift <laughs> simply because the trailers had oh uh, the line, you ain't so, in control so unless you out of control. And I was like, I want to watch that movie for that line. And then it wasn't in the movie. <laughs> Dude, I say you, are you going to take me in a manly fashion? Okay. No. No, but it's uh, that that actually incredible. <laughs> Take me to your second. All right. Well, while you're looking that up, we're going to. Uh, we, got, we got one weird one. Sorry, to, Matt. Uh, yeah, in the go chat, for it. Uh, uh says Cal Penn for Namor. Oh. Um, he's a much more comedic huh. actor. Um, but if you watch his turn on House, he he does have a lot of acting chops. No, he's a great actor. Oh, yeah. I don't know who that is. He, I don't. I don't Who's know Omar? if he's. Cal, uh, Kumar from Harold and I don't, Kumar. Oh, I, oh, I don't, oh, and I say I don't oh, think he's oh. pretty enough. That's that's my only push. Is mm. that Namor is got to be stunning. Namor's got to be gorgeous. He's yeah. got to be like underwear model pretty because he's, he's like he literally walk. He's got to be able to walk into room and be like you four undressed. And now. He, <laughs> like that's really. And, and there's got to be like ten seconds score. before anybody yeah. goes like. No. Yeah, he's a homewrecker. <laughs> he's Mr. Still a girl. He's he's. he's <laughs> 
That's right. I said that He's pretty. Don't get me wrong. He's a pretty man, but like I, I don't know if he's like pretty enough to get away from with like being that That's smug. True. Although I well, love to, and, I love to see and him the other cry. thing is that Namor really has no sense of you. Like talk no. about a character with no humor at all. Like, None. I mean, None. he's like humorless, like he, in he, every way. He might as well be in a DC film. <laughs> hey, oh yeah, shots fired. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Speaking I said about it. crappy right. billboards. So, <laughs> so you're you're looking you're looking that name up. Oh, uh, we're gonna jump over to Doctor Strange now. I will give you a warning. Uh, this is uh, there's possible spoilers with this Doctor Strange news. It deals with a Lego set. There's spoilers. There's spoilers. It, it, it's there's spoilers. spoilers. I think a spoiler, spoiler light. Alert. I think a spoiler light. Like it's not that big of a deal, but. Uh, if you look on our video, you can see that there's a way to uh, to jump to the next news story. Uh, go ahead Sung and do that right Kang. now. Sun Kang. Sun Kang. Like, oh, to yeah. have Sing, Sun Kang. He's uh, a great actor. He He's so okay. charming and handsome they brought him back after dying. He's also, like, I think, I, I think he'd work. He could be will, Kang the Conqueror. Okay, I will, I will, Sun I will, Kang the Conqueror. Having Sun yeah, Sun Kang. A singing Kang. I will, Sang Kang. I will, I will go Sang. with can change the whatever you're saying. Which okay, thank you. Yeah. Just give me about. All right, so uh, here it is. Spoilers. Uh, we've got merchandise we're going to look at, but first we're going to look at uh, the Doctor Strange Lego set because I want to get that done and out of the way. Um, <sighs> so I just want to warn everybody that um, you're talking to Matt Key's ghost right now because he died when he saw... Doctor Strange had a Lego set because of the choking hazard. <laughs> yeah, because of the choking hazard. <laughs> You're not supposed to put it all in your mouth at once. To look at it. Yep. Choking hazard. I swallow. I swallow Doctor Strange. Uh, Lego, the mini, the mini, the mini. God, oh, you cannot absorb his powers by eating him. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how powers work. I'm You've got mini sure mini powers. Oh man, that means my hands detach and I can put on like a fake cape now. If I can take my head off. off. Oh no, my hair, my beautiful head of hair. Uh, anyway, so uh, I say it's a spoiler because uh, there's a couple things. Um, we haven't seen a trailer yet that shows Wong, but in this we see uh, Wong's costume. Uh, approximate at least and it looks like he's wearing like yellow and purple that immediately immediately by the way made me think of uh the scenes that they were shooting in london to make it look like it was in new york where they were running up to someone who was on the street like bundled up in a corner and was wearing yellow and everyone's like is that the ancient one or wong i think it was wong now because we're seeing this lego thing where he's wearing yellow i'm piecing all of this together by the way like I'm no you're so, you're down I'm uh down. like just this is just this is dr strange i have like this is where my head yeah, you're goes moving so fast yeah. it's like it's bringing the texas back out of you it's amazing <laughs> you can hear the, the texas it's accent a little bit. oh man can, keep going uh so we can also see that uh uh <laughs> Wong has uh, fans, and it looks like he's flying. So like maybe Crouching Tiger style. Yeah. So like maybe like Wong actually has a little bit more magic in the movie than he does in the uh, the, the 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 comics. Yeah, he's got a little bit in the comics. He's got a little bit he's in the comics, but it's on. mostly like occult knowledge. It's not yeah. really like practice that he has. Uh, but he is like an expert martial artist, and he like you know like, like one of my I can't even remember what comic it's from, but one of my favorite panels is Doctor Strange just trying to decipher like how to enter like this portal and stuff like that. And while he's doing that, like he and Wong are being surrounded by like ninjas and it cuts to like a close up of Doctor Strange just like trying to figure it out and then it cuts back and Wong is dragging away like two bodies and Doctor Strange is like wait what did you do and he's like this is an earthly concern that is not of yours like or something like that as he's dragging I was like oh, I love Wong so much uh, we, he acts so fast we didn't even see him uh, anyway like he's got fans and he's like flying and I think that's awesome then we've also got uh, Baron Mordo played by Shiwatel Ejiofor with a staff jumping uh, and Doctor Strange and I swear if the mini kit mini kit Doctor Strange comes with like 
magical little like dealy wops to put in his hands, I will pass <laughs> out. Uh, but the big thing is that you see a tentacle monster coming yeah. through a gate. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yep. So and that's that's the spoiler. That's the that's the spoiler. Uh, if there is to be one, because we all we know that those other three characters are in there. The Sanctum Sanctorum is not supposed to be. It can't. It cannot be entered. It can't. Like it's. It's one of the most defendable places on Earth because of all, all the spells and magic that are surrounding it. So the fact that something is attacking the Sanctum is a big deal. Um, and uh, it's kind of Shumagarathi. Yeah. It is very Shumagarathi. Uh, however, I will say that the only other there's a cover from it's Doctor Strange number one volume two. Uh, I think it was uh, Brunner and Engelhart. It's like he magnetron. So much better about myself. Um, where the orb of Agamotto is seen like with tentacles like lashing out of it, and that that uh, is one of the only times I can think of that the Sanctum Sanctorum has been like entered and violated in that way. Um, so uh, it made me wonder if like the Mads Mikkelsen character is playing a character named Silver Silver Dagger, um, who was like he's a minor character. He was a uh, He's a like a monk, a, theo- a theologian who believes that evil is magic and needs to be like contained. So he went and taught himself magic for the express purpose of wiping out magic. I, I'm I'm am still feeling that you're, if you're going to do a Doctor Strange movie, it's going to be a Dormammu. I just think I think there's no way I think there's no I, way it, not to see. I think they're going to introduce Dormammu, but I, I think, think we're going to hear about him. I don't think I don't he's going to be the main antagonist. I, I think he's going to be the main antagonist, and we're never going to see him. You think, he's, you think he's like the the silent puppet master? I don't. I think we're gonna hear him. I like. I. I mean. I don't want to. I, I. I. My plot structure brain just starts working over time. Sure. But but I. I. F- I feel like from what I've seen that there's going to be that he's going to be the Thanos of this of this. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Interesting. Of this reality. See, I, I. feel like the second movie is gonna be what's what's called the Eternity Saga. That's like the first giant graphic novel crossover that they did with Doctor Strange, where. Baron, like so, Doctor Strange Mordo. banishes Dormammu to his dimension and says, "You're never allowed to enter here again. That's how I'm going to let you live." And Dormammu's like, "All right." So then he convinces Baron Mordo to take on his power to kill Doctor Strange, so that that is then like that deal is moot and Dormammu can come back into our plane of existence. So I think that's what's going to be no, the I second movie. Second movie is going to be Blackheart. No, I think, <laughs> no way. I think the second movie is Mephisto negating the marriage between Mary Jane. My new day. My take. I think it's the greatest Spider-Man saga of all time. I'm lying. I, I, we, oh, we, we hope. We hope. <laughs> also, did you see that weird little trigger on the far left of the of the set? There's a there's a little there's a little trigger. There's a little what? trigger. There's um, a weird like. If you look, I, I know. I'm sorry. Like, pre- like if you, Jennifer if you, Lawrence, like oh, what do you mean? <laughs> Where, like on the okay, see that little the little black orb on there? Yeah, that's on a hinge. Ooh, there's there's a little mechanical Ooh. hingey thing. I don't that's know what cool. that's about. So like maybe it's the orb, but it's floating. No, oh my god, that or it's next to a bookcase, which means would that maybe there's a secret passage. Secret passage. Bookcase. Oh. That's uh, where I was going. I love Put Lego. The uh. candle. <laughs> uh, but, but I will say uh, even though it's Legos and I know some people are like whatever Legos uh, Legos gave us like Giant Man uh, they they have Guardians, re- of the Guardians of the Galaxy like they've revealed like big secrets in the past so I think that this is I think this is possibly like uh, the in, the second like this is the end of Act 2 yeah end I of Act 2 going into the third Act, act. Yeah. Yeah. because like, we've seen conflict. so we've seen like Wong outside of a window I think we have like crashed onto the ground, and I think we've seen 
uh, Doctor Strange, and she would tell Ezra for his Baron Mordo, like running outside of the Sanctum Sanctorum, like standing in front of it, going, "Oh my God, what's going on?" And then we've seen Mads Mikkelsen on the street, like, oh, "Come and get me!" Uh, so I think that's what uh, is. That's what that is. I think so, that's what uh, is. I think that's what it is. All right. Yeah, we've, we've, uh, we've, got to, we've got to move on to our... Yeah. Now that we've discussed that. all those news stories that we weren't supposed to discuss, oh, yeah. uh, we're going to go on to the discussion. But first, we're going to talk about Loot Crate. Loot Crate is uh, sponsoring our show. Uh, and uh, uh, have you guys... Let's, let's just throw this out. You guys have all been to Comic-Con, right? No. You've been to Comic-Con. <laughs> You've been to Comic-Con. You've been to everybody no, at this I'm, table at Comic-Con. No. I am simply using that as a segue to talk about the wonders of Loot Crate because Loot Crate uh, is like... <laughs> segue. I get it now. Uh, Loot Crate is kind of like bringing a little bit of Comic-Con into your home because it has like all sorts of fun little exclusives and stuff like that that you can only get at Comic-Con. Uh, Loot Crate has a bunch of exclusives that you can only get through Loot Crate. So it's that kind of thing. Uh, it. Uh, let's see here. It is... Less than $20 a month, you can get six to eight items in every single thing, and that includes licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one-of-a-kind items uh, that is all over a $45 value. What? So you're getting it for 50 to 60% off of hey. everything. And uh, it's lootcrate.com slash Marvel News. Enter the code Marvel News, and you save $3, so it's only $17. I just... Did that math very quickly in my head. You're so good. You are well, so good at math. You are math. the Doctor Strange yeah. of math. I'm very yeah, no, uh, I'm, I'm legitimately not. Luke Crate sponsored uh, Critical, Critical Role for, for a, a little bit, and yeah. we we love them. They're great. Yeah, they're, they're, they they also fans. sponsor uh, Fat Man on Batman, Kevin Smith. Oh yeah. Uh, so uh, they're awesome. Where where Kevin Smith like will talk for 20 minutes about Luke Crate. No, it's like it's it's not every now and then you come home and you've had a bad day and like oh look this it's is like just this thing present. that just saved a bad day yeah yeah so nice. it, it is it, and you forget that you have especially if you sign up for the service yeah you forget, you forget, you forget you that you it. have it and then you come home and you're like hey, it's, hey. what is in this box and if What's there's in stuff in there box? that you don't like you can save it and give it to your nieces and nephews exactly that's great so uh, awesome. the June you theme win twice. Uh, the June theme and the cutoff by the way for June is the 19th so you've got what is that 11 days. Like it's the seventh, something like that. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Twelve days, maybe. See the Doctor Strange of math. Now you see the irony of that. Uh, uh, That's the cutoff. But uh, the theme is dystopia, and it includes uh, RoboCop, Terminator 2, Judgment Day, The Matrix, and uh, new favorites: Bioshock Infinite and Fallout 4. Uh, You'll get a figure, cool collectibles. And uh, uh, a monthly T-shirt. <laughs> so what? I want Fallout Four stuff. <laughs> no, you cannot have it. Oh, no, uh, So anyway, uh, so don't forget <laughs> to go to lootcrate.com uh, and uh, slash Marvel News and enter the code Marvel News. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> it's a Fallout Four box that just comes with clipboards. <laughs> I need more of these. I need more of it. All right, so let's move on to the discussion and let's talk Captain Marvel. Brie Larson, according to The Hollywood Reporter, Brie Larson is the favorite to star in Marvel Studios' Captain Marvel, the company's first film to star a female superhero. Like, like exclusively star a female superhero. Um, also, they're looking at two directors, Nikki Caro and Jennifer Kent. Nikki Caro did a uh, well writer. Jennifer Kent did The Babadook. So, uh, that's... Like, what do you think about Brie Larson? I think she's great. I'm, I mean... I'm, it's hard not to be happy and excited about this. I think yeah. she's, she just she's, won an Oscar for that. That performance in the room was, was yeah. the room is incredible. Yeah. Like that movie, just I, I watched that movie in the first act. I thought it was the whole movie, and then as soon as that thing happens at the end of the first act, I was like, oh, where we go now? And yeah. then it kept going and yeah. going, and the whole time you're watching this amazing arc from her. I mean, she just 
she's been delivering amazing performances for so long yeah. that there's no doubt in my mind that she can handle a superhero movie because there's something really special and specific about being like, I'm flying in space. Yeah. Trust my words are not crazy talk. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you have to be a really grounded actress to, like, deliver that kind of dialogue from Captain yeah. Marvel. 100%. Carol, Carol's yeah. a tough character. Carol is, she is. not She is not a walk in the park. Like, that's going to be... There's well, a lot of how do, you, how do you mean that? Why, why do you say that? Well, it's it's interesting. Because I, I'm just... just if, if you take her character from everything that has happened to her character and her whole her whole uh, story arc going through and the, sort of the person she's now become in modern books, it's this interesting mix of kind of a... of this the military hero where she's got a little bit of... It's a little bit of Hal Jordan and a little bit of Ripley, but it's Ripley from the Aliens movie before all the bad shit happened. Yeah. So it's... She's got to be, like... in. There's an insane confidence and security to that that's really tough to pull off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, it's interesting that you were saying, like you guys have both said, like it's Iceman from from Top Gun. Yeah, yeah it, she is. It's it's a tough character because of how how really out there and wacky it is. Like she gets her powers from a thing called the Psyching Magnetron, which infuses her with. Alien Cree DNA, but it's not even just Alien Cree DNA. It's Captain Marvel, Marvel's Alien Cree DNA. Like it's, what is even going on there? Like it's such a weird, out there sort of thing. And I think they have to do something similar with Carol Danvers that they w- did with uh, Doctor Strange, Benedict Cumberbatch, mm-hmm. because that's another one where he's like, you've got a man running around going, "By the holy host of Hoggett, I believe in the gods of the Vashanti." Like, good actor. Here's a spell. Like it's like you have to have a, an actor so grounded. And so, like, trustworthy to be able... Like, the audience has to trust that actor to give a grounded performance so that we as the audience are like, we buy into it. Have you seen that gif of the actors jumping off milk crates? And then they, like, make the superhero... Like, it's really like, wait, that's this whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you gotta make sure she can jump off that milk crate. No, she's... she's, On a certain level, she's kind of the Superman of the Marvel Universe. She's got this intense power set, and she's gotta sell it. And it's gotta sell this real confidence. I think she can. Also, speaking as an actor who has been the one jumping off of a milk crate, and no... (laughs) And I know every time you jump off... On it, like, let's give a little credit where credit is due here. Every time I jump off that milk crate, I think, dear God, I hope the fucking po- like special effects post team yeah. they gotta pulls do it, it out of their ass, yeah. and, and it's gonna it's gonna land on on editing and storytelling as well. Marvel's got that, yeah, I unlock, right? Yeah, and I feel like she can lean into that and right. like make so a movie. Exactly. I want to I want to show this picture. Comicbook.com like always does this stuff with Boss Logic, this artist named Boss Logic, who will like draw pictures of what the actors would look like inside of their costumes and stuff and he drew this one of uh, Brie Larson as Captain Marvel and I was just like yep I'm sold like I'm 100% sold yeah no, like, I'm, I'm 100% I'm on in. board I've been on the blunt train for years but I, I uh, <laughs> the blunt train, I don't think you're allowed to say that on this show <laughs> Emily Blunt as no, uh, Emily Blunt okay, because I've been on the blunt train but uh, I think as far as not being on the blunt train goes Brie Larson yeah. and she's and incredible it, now, yeah. honestly it looks like they're already kind of like you were saying going with a more grounded approach to the character already kind of like sacrificing the more stylistic vision of the character. No one's going to have that hair. That no hair one's going to have that hair. Right. Yeah. So so they're kind of already going a more... A, a couple people in the thread said she's a little young to be a colonel, and I agree, but I also think she can become that in the film. I think yeah. she's going to grow yeah. into that character. You don't want a movie that... You don't want a character this complex to not have the origin movie. Because right. this yeah. is the this is the first MCU character where I didn't read her books until all new, all different. I didn't yeah. read Captain Marvel. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. like I didn't identify the character. I didn't know this new book's incredible, but until now I wouldn't have gotten it. So if you well, have an origin movie, you're not gonna we, know. And what's we going should on. say yeah. Captain Marvel used to be known as Ms. Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um and she just recently changed she like in promoted. the last like five, ten, like five, six 
years. Yeah. Um, it was like a big so deal. all of that origin also like you got a lot to under this. So yeah. there was a little younger. There was there was over a decade of Marvel history where there was no Captain Marvel. There yeah. was just a Miss Marvel. And we're yeah. like, why are you still calling yourself Miss Marvel since Captain Marvel has been dead since like eighty four? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. He died like, of cancer too. He died like, of cancer. <laughs> so like, and like, then wasn't there like a f- another Captain Marvel? There, there's um, been little ones. Well, yeah, Monica, there was there was um, there was Monica Rambeau who is now going by Spectrum. There was, uh, and Mon- she can turn herself into like spectrums of light. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and then there was uh, there was a uh, uh, Novar briefly who who was briefly oh, Captain I'm Marvel. Not familiar with Captain, Novar. who was Marvel Boy. Oh, Marvel Boy. Marvel okay, Boy, who yeah, then yeah, became yeah, Captain yeah. Marvel for the Dark Avengers. Oh, that's like, right. I want to be. I want to be Captain Marvel. He like literally was like, I'll be on the team, and I get to be. I want to call myself I wanna, Captain Marvel. I want to be able to call and myself then Captain he was like, Marvel. That went yeah. really poorly. I'm going to stop doing that. <laughs> Never mind. I, I'm he curious. called it like a Spice Girls, like a Halloween time. I want to be Sparty Spice. Literally, <laughs> he he's kind of an obnoxious. I love him. He's a great. He's a wonderfully obnoxious character. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He he is. He. I know he's one of your favorites. I, he is. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Novar. I love. Yeah. I love uh, Marvel Boy. Uh, so I'm, yeah, like I'm curious yeah, your guys' uh, opinions because I was thinking about this, just what, looking at all this news and like she looks awesome and as, char- as fans of the character, like we know like what she's what she is and what she's capable of as a character. Do you think there's any there's going to be any general public confusion or not not back- backlash is it's too strong a word, but like just over the fact that it's Marvel's Captain Marvel? Uh, probably yes. just based on how people like to yell at things without context. Yeah, that's true. I I think there's a. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I think it's possible that there will be a little bit of a backlash, or but just confusion. Maybe confusion, but like, um, I you know whatever. Like people are going to be confused by different I, things. When we, we did really when we that. did the uh, our Batgirl fan series, Batgirl spoiled. People got angry at us because. Batgirl was blonde and didn't have red hair, and we were calling her Stephanie instead of Barbara. People were getting angry at us for that, and I was like, it's Stephanie Brown. It's not Barbara Gordon. That's that's, why. Yeah. There's a reason. So, yeah, yeah, there's a reason. People will get angry because people don't know, and people like to get angry about things they don't understand. I can can definitely (laughs) see a tightening up of her origin where they could handle that really. Like, I can already see how they're going to tighten up the origin. It makes a lot of sense. I really don't think it's going to be Psyche Magnetron. I think... think I don't think that. Weirdly, I actually, I think they could pull it off. I think if... if oh, if they could pull it off. If I it's a, they're going to do it. If it's, a, it's, an alien, it's an alien abduction. Uh, the, like, ship is, like, the ship is attacked. Like Star, Star-Lord, yeah. Yeah, and the ship is attacked, and Captain Marvel, like, p- puts her in the machine, and she becomes the new Captain Marvel, and, like, becomes, like, the, the head of the crew, and is, just starts calling oh, herself Captain Marvel. that's interesting. So you think that they're probably, we're probably going to see Marvel? I think we are going to meet Marvell, and I think he's going to like be the the one who like frees her from the jail of wherever like she is, and he's going to be like, "We need people. You're you're being conscripted." That's what I would do. Oh, that's I would so conscript her onto a cruise ship. It's almost like they're making her. What is it? The um the guardian, um the uh I think the imperial guard of um Smasher. Smasher. Yeah, that's who I'm thinking I of. Like it's kind feel of like so bad about myself right now. Why? Then I knew that. Well, I I knew it too. I just couldn't remember the name. But like, I was like, I remember the process of becoming the Smasher. Uh, it's very similar though to the Imperial Guard, how they conscript different beings from different races, and like, you're now one of the Smashers of the Imperial yeah, I mean, Guard. And there's so many ways they could do it. I don't know if you ever read the Morrison's Marvel Boy book, but like, like the Cree ship crashing on Earth, and then like literally profiteers come chop it up and sell it. Like, yeah, like, and, and like including dissecting the crew. It's so dark and messed up. But. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I I don't I don't know. There's I, a lot I, to do. Yeah, like, and here's the other thing: is that Captain Marvel comes out after the first 
Avengers Infinity War film. So I think if we, I mean, when are we even going to meet Captain Marvel? Like, like at what point in the Marvel universe are we going to meet her? There could the the, the Kree, there's a there's a Kree, I'm, I know I'm just spitballing Kree sure. conflict. There's an interaction. She's one of the people grabbed in the interaction yeah. during the big conflict. She's the one who gets superpowers, and then she's the one who could also then drag Guardians of the Galaxy into the into the second yeah. film. Like you could use her as a bridge for a lot. See, of See, like uh, here here's what I'm thinking uh, here. Like <laughs> just talking through it all right now. Here's what I'm starting to starting to think. Uh, Thanos is coming to Earth. The Kree are now very interested in Earth. They have been for a while because of the Inhumans and everything. So Marvel's initial role on Earth was to observe for Kree invasion. So what if they're doing something similar to that? But in regard to Thanos, Thanos is coming. Marvel freaks out, finds this Carol Danvers who works in the Air Force that he's been friends with, and like conscripts her from there as a defender of Earth. So that at the end of Infinity, or the end of the first Infinity War film, we see that, and then that spins off into her own movie, where it's like her and the Nova Corps being yeah, awesome. Yeah, all right, man. It, anyway, yeah. this blah, is an, blah, interesting, blah. an interesting theory from the chat. Uh, yes, Doom says uh, I think she will just be a U.S. Air Force pilot in the first Infinity War, fighting in the invasion, and yeah. then getting her powers. I like Solid. that. I like that. Solid. I like that. Good That's call. A, who, who, who said that? That was uh, Skilea. I'm sorry. It, it's There's a lot of vowels. Well done. Skilea. Skilea vowels. Yeah, I, I will say, we gotta, once again, got to give credit Marvel. to Marvel, because there have been several times where I've been like, mm, how the shit are they going to pull off the Rainbow Bridge? Yeah, and, like, every time it. they do. Every time oh, they do. Yeah. So, like, and every time. I, I mean, it's same thing with, like, Doctor Strange. I was like, yeah. how are they going to pull this off? And they will. Yeah, how are they going to pull this off? Oh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Okay. Oh, no, that's, yeah, okay, yeah, sure, he's, yeah. He's no. got his own magic. I guess I didn't think about that, yeah. Yeah, no. They, he's dreamy. He is a little dreamy. Uh, all right, so do you want to say anything else about Captain Marvel before we jump over to the Guardians 2? Can I briefly before we go to Marvel? Yeah. The, yeah. The, the Michael Barbary thing people keep tweeting about, and yeah. there's literally an article someone just sent me called... Uh, Thoughts on the whitewashing casting. Marvel cast a non-Asian as Genkili in Spider-Man. And then in that article it says he will be playing someone based on an entirely new character. We do not know who the character is. Yeah. These websites get money when you click on them. These websites oh, make yes. money. So the louder their controversial topic, the, the, the more you pay them to be stupid. It literally says in the article he's playing a new character. This isn't whitewashing, it's a new character. It, it, Genki, they wouldn't do that. So we don't know who he is. Don't be mad at something that doesn't exist yet. That's like being mad at the idea of Santa Claus. Yeah. Don't invest your your emotions into something that doesn't have any basis in fact. And don't give these people your money. The internet is turning into a cesspool of stupidity because of this working. Just just look look just, look at where the link goes. What is it? What is it? Okay, it's, 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 it's inverse.com. Like and after you've clicked on three inverse articles and been like, what the hell? Just stop clicking on them altogether. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't mean no, to change no, it. No, not inverse. So I'm so sad. sorry, inverse. No, but it, like, you know, but but it like, is, no. it's there is something to be said for but like he has not been announced he's as Genki. Like we don't know anything. So until if, something is if, true, if don't he make it. If he is announced, then we'll have that conversation. And you can be upset because that's fair. And that he won't be. He won't be. But if he is, that is unfortunate and that's a really bad decision. I'm just so It's the national inquiry. Approach yeah, and it that works. people don't realize that we've totally done on the web, and people don't. People like to laugh at National Enquirer, but we do it every day on the web. Elvis yeah. isn't alive, and Michael Jackson's not hanging out with him. Tupac died a while ago. Yeah. It's all very sad, but it's yeah. not real. This yeah. is that. And please, it's just I, I get worked up when the internet just ruins itself. The internet should be a source for infinite knowledge. We have the ability to connect with everyone on the planet and learn everything humanity has ever known in the world. We have this access to this powerful tool, and you're using it to talk about stupid shit. <laughs> well, it's it's. 
it's only it's only commercially viable as an engine of exhaustion. Oh, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. No, right, so, I just I got so, I'm ah. so there with you. I'm so there no, with you. Totally, totally agree. Uh, he's not announced as Genki. Uh, they're stirring up trouble for clicks don't, to get the cash. Don't click the bait. Don't take it. Uh, don't reward But them. at the end of the... Also, if you do click the bait, like, read the, uh, read the article, read the article read and the double article check what it says. Do you remember in high school yeah. when you had to source it. your topics? That but yeah. the internet. I can't tell you how many times I've, I've read through articles and realized they didn't read it. They did not read the article before they no, it's, tweeted yeah, it. No, it, it's, it's, it's yeah. every, new, every April Fool's, I, I, I write a little thing just reminding this is, this is the day that we take this to remind ourselves yeah. to <laughs> yeah. stop sharing stuff that we can't source. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Just don't All right, do it. Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. 2. Uh, Comicbook.com <laughs> and a couple other sources, uh, especially Joe Blow, uh, are reporting that they believe Elizabeth Debicki... Uh, is playing a character named Aisha, and we've heard that before, but they're also saying that she will be the film's central antagonist, which is the first time we've heard that. And that's interesting because uh, Aisha is the um, the female version of Adam Warlock, created after Adam Warlock, to be his perfect mate and equal. K- Kismet? Kismet, also Paragon. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Um, Golden people. So, uh, but she is, she is very literally... Adam Warlock in female form, um, and uh, she goes after like Adam Warlock to free him. Like after he's been killed, she revives his body, but his soul is still in the soul gem. Like it's it's a whole thing. So if that's the case in this film, then uh, it's possible that we're going to end up seeing <coughs> bless you, uh, Adam Warlock at some point. Um, We've got or to. or yeah, I feel like we have to. I, I feel like we have to. But if we don't see Adam Warlock, and there's Elizabeth Debicki. Um, I feel like if we don't see Adam Warlock, she is basically Adam Warlock. Like, you know, so like, and it's a it's a way of giving like uh, creating just like another female mm-hmm. villain or hero, and the like. She is Adam Warlock in every way, just without the like as many stories. And without being on as many teams, I'd love to condense a character that dense. Like it, exactly. that's the ultimate line did so well is it made twenty years, fifty years, sixty years of story. Yeah. Boop. So if we can do that with this character because there's so much. Great. There's so much. There's so much. Adam Warlock is a giant cluster of crazy. So well, there's oh, so absolutely. many writers. It's like apocalypse. There's so yeah. many writers that thought that was the way to do the story that they had their own spin, their own spin, which is great for yeah. storytelling, but bad for a movie trying to make it. So. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my Pip the Troll? Oh, <laughs> right. Uh, and I would love to see Adam Warlock in a film, but I really and and Adam Warlock more times than than not is a good guy. So to make Adam Warlock or the female equivalent of Adam Warlock the central antagonist, uh, I think is interesting because he's also or she is a very powerful antagonist to fight against. Like they've got space magic. Like how do you even fight space magic? Like it's <laughs> like Kirby Crackle. Yeah, space magic. So um, anyway, I I I don't know what else to say about. It. Like I'm just like. If you, just, haven't, I, if, if you haven't read Infinity Gauntlet, the original Infinity Gauntlet, sit yeah. down and just go through it and just realize that Adam Warlock is the scariest. He's, he, is, he is Space Batman with magic. Like, yeah, he's, he's so Space scary. Batman. Yeah, he's a, he's a terrifying... And the fact Dick that... Like, Space Batman with magic. It's just... <laughs> yeah, and the fact that uh, he goes on to become, like, his alter ego, the Magus, like... He like it. Are okay, we going so there? Are we really? Are we going to Infinity just War? very briefly? Oh, just right. very briefly. Uh, sometime in the future, Adam Warlock is able to separate his good self and his bad self and make himself neutral. But the bad self goes on to become like the ultimate evil version of Adam Warlock called like, the Magus. He's like the peculiar purple pie man joined Kiss. It's such an <laughs> awful character design. It really is. It really is. But like he is the reason Infinity War happens in the comics. 
Uh, it's a weird. I'm, it's I'm a weird. One. It is a weird. It is a weird one. It's one of the first series I ever read in comics. Really? Yeah. Infinity War number one and number two. Uh, uh, the X-Men where Nightcrawler is a Christian and I was allowed to read comics and uh, a cable series. Those were the first comics that I ever read. I can't even imagine. And then I then I discovered Doctor Strange and, and that's the end of that. And that's the end of that. So it was the, that and the X-Men for me when I was a child. Uh, anyway, wow, so, that was a, like a lot of deep info. Very quick. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, I, I had a, basically, I had a Warlock cosplay. So that's my... I, I had a Warlock costume. What? I was Adam Warlock for Halloween. That is awesome. Oh, my God. All right. We've got to move on very fast because we're quickly running out of time because uh, I'm terrible at time management and I'm excited to talk and be back on the show. Like, it's been a while since Welcome I've been back. back. Yeah. Uh, Thor Ragnarok. So, uh, Joe Blow, again, another uh, another one from Joe Blow, say that uh, the film will be a combination of Ragnarok storyline from the comics and Planet Hulk. So, uh, we all know what happens in Planet Hulk. Like, yeah. Hulk ends up on another planet, becomes a gladiator. Uh, and saves that entire planet from an evil, like, the race that is, like, uh, making everyone slaves. Yeah. Um, and then he comes back for uh, World War Hulk and smashes the Earth. It's a great Hulk story. It's a great, it's a Hulk, great story. Hulk story. Uh, but there, So one of the things <gasps> is they're saying uh, Hulk in this film will actually have those gladiatorial, like, pieces on him. So he'll have, like, the, arm, the armor, the, like, the leather straps, the bands. He'll have a sword, all that stuff. Oh, my God. Um, I'm so excited. I feel like this is the first time I'm hearing this. Oh, absolutely. I'm so stoked. I feel like that was the first uh, Hulk story in years that got, like, the masses' attention. I feel like it was the first, like, pop culture relevant Hulk story. So I think it's really smart of Marvel to do, like, hey, we don't really have the basis to do a full movie about this, but look what we can do. Well, they also are sharing, like, film licensing rights with Universal in some ways. So that's another thing where, like, they can't do, like, a full... Hulk storyline because Universal's like yeah, maybe maybe not. <laughs> so <laughs> well, now they got Namor back. So I'm really curious how that conversation went because yeah. as far as I knew, Universal Namor was at Universal Namor. too. Yeah. So I'm wondering if they like you know maybe they have made Hulk, some Hulk full rights. I don't know. Maybe we'll find out at the end of Thor that we have the rights and that's how they announced their solo Hulk film because the Universal thing is kind he's, of telling us Namor. He's not going to be fighting the Silver Surfer though. No, he will not be sad. fighting the Silver Surfer. Yeah. Basically, what happens or is Beta Ray Bill. The Universal and the Fox and the Marvel oh. executives just get in a room and then they they play like a card game. I would love a trading for it to card, be a card game. I would love for it to be. A and card that's game. how they decide who gets what characters. Yeah. That would be amazing. That, I would yeah. love that. I would like the Contest of Champions comic, but like executive it, level. Yeah, one hundred percent. They're all just in a room with holograms and they're like duel. No, no, yes, yes. Duel. It's like it's, that's it, pretty much what I have. It's in my human brain. chess, but with the actual yeah. stars of the film. Yeah, yeah. And just like, <laughs> like moving around the board. It's the reason sad. Downey Jr. keeps getting more money is he he shows up in the room and he's just like, all right. We have to fight today. <laughs> Kevin Feige's like, go, my Tony. Uh, go, my Tony. I choose you, Tony. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's Nerf really cool. I watched that movie uh, so hard. Now, now the Ragnarok storyline, we should say, uh, <laughs> mid '80s, uh, written, I believe, and also drawn by Walt Simonson, uh, is uh, like so. Surtur, who lives in the realm of Muspelheim, uses Mal- Malekith to free him from Muspelheim, and then goes on to attack Asgard. Uh, and like with the Twilight Sword, that is that is some. I am just, I am deep cutting today. <laughs> I, think, I, think I don't the, even know what you just said. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you. I am on this podcast, and I will admit I don't know I, what you just said. I, I think they're gonna they're gonna also probably include a lot of the more modern uh, Bendis Fall of Asgard. A fear oh, I'm sure. Self. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. As well. Uh, but uh, it's looking like Hela between Hela and Loki, they're trying to take over Asgard. So I don't think that the threat is going to be. Uh, Surtur. 
I don't I think, think so. that would be awesome to have like a giant fire. Maybe that's someone they demon, fight like, in the that's Planet Hulk storyline. That's a battle, but, yeah. I, but I don't see that. Like, I don't see them going to Surtur to free him from Muspelheim. And that's also a character I don't think you can really do as a big bad because of Lord of the Rings. It'd be exactly. like, why is the Belrog here? Like, <laughs> like, where's Gandalf? As a battle, cool. But like for for the everyday audience, that'd be like, yeah. why is the big... It, it'd feel like a ripoff. It'd be yeah. like, why is the I big agree. bad I agree. As chasing them through these caves? As much as I love Hiddleston, I'd love to see the same with Kid Loki. Ooh, that would be kind of cool. You love that whole you're, Young Avengers storyline. That's like your favorite. That's I love that you're favorites. so like That's modern kid, Marvel. You're like you know, Marvel. kid Marvel, like kid Loki. Like right now is your time, man. Like Miss awesome. America, America Chavez. Like there's oh yeah, she's great. Kate Bishop Hawkeye. There's See, so early good. 2000s, like, Ultimate Resurgence was my time. That's so some the, good stuff, so too. So the movies right now are that, and it looks like they're going to yours, so I, we both get to frolic in I, fields of happiness. I, I like a good book. I'm, I'm always happy with it. And Marvel's been good for a long time now. Dude, it's been, yeah. It's been a good It's been run. very consistent, because it's such a marketable outlet now. Like, there was the 90s where it's like, what if we made the covers shiny and didn't write them? Yeah. And then now they're like, yeah. oh, there's movies. I, we can I, make these I good. I really like the Felnix covers, right I will admit. Those Did were the one holograms. I'm like, okay, these holograms rock the rest of Now, if we don't make quality content but make 20 covers... We'll sell twenty books. Yeah. Like I'm glad that we've like made we've, moved we've past that. invested in ourselves as a culture in comic books. It's very important. Uh, so, but it, it'll be interesting to see how they combine uh, the sto- the storyline from Ragnarok with the storyline from Pan- Planet Hulk. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I th- it, and I think what's going to happen is uh, Loki and Hela will give Thor over to the Grandmaster, mm-hmm. and Grandmaster will have already kidnapped Hulk. And I think that's mm-hmm. where Hulk has been, and why no one's hearing from him. The last couple movies, he's already been kidnapped. I think he got star lorded. He got, I think I broke Marisha. What? <laughs> it was just so true. What a makeup ever shiny. So, don't write them. So underslept and angry today. My apologies. <laughs> oh my. Uh, I think that storyline is the only way to do the pitch. Remember, like, a few months ago when we first heard that it was going to be, like, a buddy cosmic journey? Yeah. I was like, I'm a little worried. And yeah. then every single bit of news we faith. get more, I'm like, oh, no. I this is faith. It's exactly what I want it to be. Yeah. Like, but when you open with, like, cosmic bro trip, you're like, where's, where's Bill this and Ted with Hulk and Thor? What? Yeah. What? But, like, the more they elaborate, I'm like, oh, you're incorporating, like, nine storylines everyone loves. You're doing a giant space epic. And yeah. you're, you're bringing the two characters that are arguably the hardest to translate because the Thor movies, I think, have the rockiest trajectory because yeah. they have the most to cover. And Hulk has been a great supporting character. They're literally combining those worlds in a way that no one would have guessed, and it's the best way to give both characters their love. Yeah. yeah. It is the pickles and ice cream of the Marvel U. It, yeah, right? right. But this is going <laughs> to be good. To be fair, it could work out brilliantly because my problem with Thor and all the movies is that I feel like he's just kind of reacting to bad things happening mm. around him. Yeah. And That's Hulk, interesting. Hulk kind of only causes is bad, a bad thing. thing happening? Yeah, it's just only a bad thing. So it could just be, it could be gold. I I just want the dialogue. I can't wait for the dialogue because I, I Hemsworth is Thor and yeah. Ruffalo yes. is Hulk, so I can't wait to. They can do anything. Well, and, like, and the other rumors are that like he's never going to be Banner. Like he's Hulk all the way through because Hulk has learned how to that budget speak dough. It, like true, but it's Marvel and they have ten billion dollars. So and they've already built Hulk, so he's built. That's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. So it's cheaper now. A couple more I've layers. Are pretty presumably cheaper. Yes. Yeah. No, I mean like like you know. Do you think they'll? Yes, do you do. think we'll ever see like a Red Hulk or anything like that in this? <gasps> We've, talked about, We've about talked about. We've talked about Martin Freeman. Like Martin Freeman had that moment of like, "Don't make me angry." That little moment in Civil War, and I was like, "That'd be interesting." We've had Thunderbolt Ross come back. I, who wanted, is Red I Hulk. wanted Freeman to be Modok so badly. I wanted his head on a little floating pile. <laughs> He's got such a good head to he be with, to be surrounded by tiny arms. He does. He does. Uh, Doom, you had something that you wanted to say. Um, I, well, I got I, just like on the Hulk thing because I'm a huge fan of of Hulk and especially Bruce Banner as a character. 
I have never been a huge fan of Intelligent Hulk. To me, that that's yeah. like a step out of what I connected to with the character. Like I, I like the ra- I like the rage monster and that idea of losing yourself into Hulk. Um, so if we don't see Bruce Banner in the movie, it, I mean, I could see introducing him as like Hulk, where they're just constantly like prodding him with electrical <laughs> stuff to like keep him angry at all times. But like once once he gets away with Thor, I would love to. I would still like to see Bruce Banner come out. Yeah. But uh, I don't think they're going to do that. So I don't. Uh, th- I, I will say that the Bruce Banner reveal in Planet Hulk was one of the best moments in that book. Like, oh, I don't remember that. One. Okay, I'll, I'll make it quick because I know yeah. we're, we're on a time thing. He was Hulk. The Planet Hulk was basically Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. Like, he just started as a slave, as a, yeah. as a, as a slave, slave, and like in yeah. the arena pits and worked his way, and eventually awesome. became and like and was never Banner. He yeah. spent the entire time as Hulk because he was n- not the strongest person he was pretty average for this planet yeah and by the end of the book he had like become emperor and had a wife and was yeah. like and like and there was a scene finally with his wife where she's like i know you can change you have to you have to do this now and like the end of the book is him becoming banner for him for her and like she's this giant and he just becomes this small pink thing and it's like this really intense emotional oh moment God. where like his, I had his totally forgotten about it's that. It's so amazing. It's so amazing. Oh, that's awesome. All right. Uh, all right. So Thor uh, will have a shaved head uh, <laughs> according to this rumor. I want the uh, And Tessa Thompson who's playing Valkyrie will sport war paint and skew a more primal look. Mm. Ah, cool. So I think that's it. cool. Yeah. Uh, so Hemsworth uh, at Wizard World Philadelphia this past week uh, talked about the show uh, the show by the show I mean Thor 3 uh, Ragnarok <laughs> you know, show. You know talked about Arthur yeah. that little yeah. ditty that, li- that little ditty called <laughs> that, Thor yeah, uh-huh. called Thor Ragnarok <laughs> uh, talking he said uh, I think totally it's <laughs> a big talking. shift in a great way more than anything we've seen before uh, Taika Waititi the film's director is an incredible sort of comedic talent it's a very different Thor it's a different Loki we go off on another world that we haven't experienced before it's fun, uh, but that's me skirting the issue because I can't say too much. So, uh, again, like we like the only reason I I'm even quoting that is because he talks about uh, a it's completely totally different film from the other that's two Thor films, um, and he says we go off on another world, which that's all been kind of rumored and everything. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen official synopses yet. They're starting to film. I think they go to Australia sometime over the summer to film. Um, so they haven't even world. started that yet. Um, but he's saying it's off on another world that we haven't seen. So, like, that to me seems to support all the plan- all these stuff rumors. that we're hearing. Because, again, we haven't heard anything official from Marvel. Like, up to this point, we're like, it's Planet Hulk. But it might end up being like, no, nope, we're going to the Frost Giants land. Like, Planet Ragnarok. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Planet Dance. <laughs> uh, Hiddleston, also at Philadelphia uh, Wizard World, said, let's not forget that it's no secret that the Hulk shows up in Ragnarok, and the last time Loki and Hulk were in the same room, it didn't go very well for Loki, so he's got a few chips on his shoulder. Uh, and I just like... <laughs> yeah. It did not go so well yeah. for Loki. Re- remember that time? So, like, I think it'll be interesting to see Loki maybe on, like, like kind of on higher ground this time, be like, hey, Hulk, remember this? Like, you're, yeah. pu- you're how, how's yeah. puny Hulk? Like, I think it's going to be kind of I, that I, kind I of thing. I don't think they would ever put Loki and Hulk like facing off in this one. I feel like that wouldn't be the place, but I could totally see Loki pulling Locking some <laughs> pulling some like classic mischief god, you yeah, know, stuff it, it, like like changing the battlefield a little bit. You yeah. know, maybe maybe sending out some of his own agents, but I I feel like it's not going to be him, it, Hulk versus Loki. If, if yeah. this is Bill and Ted, does that make Loki Rufus? 
Yeah. Yeah, dude. Someone in the live chat said what we do in Asgard, and it made me chuckle out loud. So I do want to, uh, before we jump to talking to our Marvelites real fast, I want to end with this. Goldblum talking about the Grandmaster. Who <gasps> I can only imagine how he actually sounded when he was saying this. Uh, uh, he says, "Are you gonna do a Goldblum impression?" To, I can try. To, yeah, I don't know do how it. good yeah, it will man. be. I will yeah, try. Try it. Uh, so here's here's the quote uh, with me doing my best, Goldblum. He's a uh, uh, he's he's a, a hedonist, a, a pleasure a pleasure seeker, uh, uh, and an enjoyer of life uh, and 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 tastes and smells. I'm, I'm I'm working I'm working on my part every day. I'm a sponge. Uh, researching Taika Waititi is encouraging me to improvise and make it um, uh, uh, make it my own, and that's what I'm uh, um, I'm trying trying to do. Uh, I hope he doesn't throw me uh, throw me out on the first day. How was that? That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Thank you. Thank you, Cosmic Couch. I appreciate it. I'm excited. This is, uh, to be fair, also not the first blue blue alien that Jeff Goldblum has played. Oh, who else has he played? I'm I'm a little disappointed. Anybody? I don't actually. No. Earth Girls are easy. Please. I have not thought of that movie in so long. Um, you are, think most I don't, I don't understand how your brain works. Brain that I don't, like I don't know how your brain works now. Not in there. I'm yeah, there. no. Uh, so, but here, <laughs> wow. What's it like on your planet? <laughs> I find it interesting that he says he's a, he's a hedonist, a pleasure seeker. <laughs> like, that's something that I've never seen the Grandmaster as. Like, the Grandmaster's just like, I want to see you guys fight. Do it. <laughs> it makes more sense that way. But it makes total sense to characterize him that way. I also find it interesting that he's going to be filming for three to four weeks. So he's in it. So he's in in it. it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because, like, with um, the collector, with Benicio del Toro, who was, like, an adopted brother uh, as to the Grandmaster, it was probably just, like, maybe a week Mm -hmm. tops um, for that. So that that was more of a, like, very extended special guest cameo sort of thing. Right. Whereas this is like, oh, he's... In it, like I think he is the Grandmaster of Planet Hulk, and the reason all of you guys are fighting. I feel like the one big thing I pulled from that quote is the difference between Marvel and a lot of other studios. Is that that one quote shows how much he's invested in the character and how much yeah. they've invested in a supporting character that no one knows the Grandmaster. Yeah, no one like is out there with a Grandmaster tattoo in their chest. Yeah. If you have one, send it to me. Oh, I would uh, love to see. Like, that. tweet me. But like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not a character that people yeah. are like Spider Man. Like, it's not this guy, and yeah. he's an actor of all acclaim he's an actor that could play anyone and he's investing this much in that and Marvel shaped a character that could be that and that's the difference there are no small parts and that's true for actors and Marvel and that's beautiful and that's why their movies feel like they do yeah, yeah. I love they, it. Yeah. they feel like a world. It, you've, you've immersed yourself. You're yeah. not just picking powers and picking things for plot points. You're you're making characters, this, and this is a character. This is mythology, and there are no small gods. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's beautiful, yeah. and I love that Goldblum said this, and I love that like the, when the directors talk about Black Panther, there's so much investment. It's so personal. It's so there's so much care and love and heart, and that shows. When you make something that's for money, if you make something that's just for commerce or capitalism, you're not going to really get a lot out of it. When you make something that is for money, you make a lot of money, but you care. And this happens, you make art, and that's yeah. the difference. Like these are mm. art films with two hundred fifty million dollar budgets, and that's sexy. Yeah, that's awesome. So I'm really excited. That well quote made me so well happy. Said. Well no, said. I'm with you. Tangent day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's all right. That's all right. Uh, so let's let's turn our attention real fast to our Mary Marvelites. First of all, a giant uh, congratulations to at uncivilized amo, uh, aka Adam Ortiz, uh, because he says he tweeted at us. Hey guys, I'm a father now. How about a birthday shout out to my baby girl Natalia, who was born this morning? Aw, happy Aww. birthday! So, happy, 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 very born today day. Birthday, like, yeah. That's really cool. yeah. Happy birthday! Yeah. So uh, you did it. You're yeah. dad now. You're, you procreated. This is the hardest day you're gonna have for like 19 years. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. great. Uh, the hardest but most wonderful day. But I, I would imagine. I don't. I don't have a child myself. 
Uh, no, I think it's, no. I was it's talking about to the to the to the. I was talking about the child. I was not talking to the oh, father. Oh, oh, gotcha. No, so that's like talking the, to the father. No, that was no, that was you're talking. You're talking to Natalia. Yeah, Natalia. Natalia. That's her name. My baby girl, Natalia. See, I'm thinking about the woman who physically pushed that baby out of her body, and maybe it was her hardest day. Yeah, that's probably uh, very out true. of out of the three that we're talking about. I, the I, baby didn't really do much. I make it a point not to think about women. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, arguably, it's the hardest day of the baby's life because the baby's only had one day. That's yeah, true. Uh, no, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow might be the hardest day. We don't know yet. Been as of right now, this is the hardest day. Know. Big hustle. Yeah. Uh, so anyway. Things are so simpler when you were one day year old. Uh, so uh, Pharaoh, Pharaoh Comics, at Pharaoh Comics says, uh, what are the odds we will see Thanos appear in Thor to uh, it bop everything up? Because we're not supposed to say that. So uh, to bop it up. Uh so do you think we're going to see Thanos and Thor? Uh, I don't think they will do a post-credit scene. I think if we see Thanos and Thor, Thor, Thor in Thor, it'll actually be as a character because I think mm-hmm. we've all been like, cool, bros in credit space. And, like, I feel yeah. like he's literally in credit space. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I think if he's in it, he's a character, and I think he'll be involved with the Grandmaster, he'll be involved in the fights. Yeah. If not, don't touch him. I, yeah. Let Roland do his thing and eat some croissants. I, I, I think they will just because, and I, it's not a definite, but I think they will just because I know that they feel that Thor is a tougher sell, and this is just another way to kind of be like, yeah. if you want to be in on what's going on, you got to go to the theater and see Thor. <laughs> see <laughs> Thor this weekend. <laughs> it's got... It's got continuity. <laughs> continuity in the form of a cosmic demigod. A big purple chunk of continuity. <laughs> uh, I, th- I think that he's not going to uh, skibbity-bop anything up. I think at most he's going to appear in the stands along with Grandmaster watching. High-fiving. Yeah, he's going to be like, so those are the Earthlings that I'm up against to go to get that gem? Whatever. Like, I think it's going to be, I think that's as much as we'll th- see that. Maybe he's buying the winners to turn them into my oh. nebulas. Yeah, maybe. That's not a bad idea. Or putting, putting like, Nocturne, what's her name? No- no- mid- midnight? Midnight? Uh, midnight? Nocturne on Midnight? No- what, the, who? the current nebula? His, oh, the his, current his, nebula? His, his, his little girl, girl Friday? I don't know. Midnight like, Nocturne? In, the, what, in what book? Uh, in the Infinity, the Infinity crossover that just went. She was also a member of oh, the I haven't Cabal read that one yet. I haven't read. Uh, oh, you're talking about okay. Nocturna Proxima Midnight. Midnight. Proxima Midnight. Proxima Midnight. Yeah. Thank Proxima you. Midnight. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe that would be cool. Mm-hmm. I, I like that character a lot. I do too. Uh, and finally, we want to end with uh, Caleb B. Caleb B. By the way, is the one who gave you the Deadpool stopwatch. Oh uh, yeah. Gave us these cool things. Gave Meredith her cool little Emma Frost <laughs> I Lego. Love that stopwatch. Uh, he said, "Y'all got me back into comics. First buy since childhood." Caught up on X ninety two Rebirth Superman uh, and AA. He said AA is next. I, I don't. I don't. Avengers, Avengers Arena. Avengers. Avengers Arena. Avengers Academy. I don't know. But he said AA is next. So uh, congratulations. I'm, gl- I'm glad you're back into it, Caleb. That's awesome. Thanks That's for really letting cool. us know. And thanks for the Thank awesome you. gifts that you gave us last year. Uh, anyway, that is our show. Do you I got a shout out. I got a shout out. Jeff Dunn in the live chat. Jeff Dunn, happy birthday. Jeff Dunn, happy, happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday, Jeff. I've also got uh, iTunes. Uh, let's see. Great podcast from TD Yanks 23. Thank you very much. Thank you. We do what we can. The Moth Wrangler said, ah, yay. All about it. Exclamation points. My yeah. jam. Uh, great podcast from Cape Dad. We appreciate A nice hey, long Dad. review. Thanks, man. And, uh, from Cape Dad? Yeah. And some dental love. All right. Uh, and then we got Sep13, who I've seen review stuff before and is often in the live chat and often tweets us, left us five stars on the 31st of May. Thank you. Thank you very much. They felt the same way about X-Men. And Fisty Fiesta can no longer be entertained by this dribble. 
Thanks. Oh, uh, no. sorry about that. Sorry, more fist, more fisting. More, yeah, fisting. Yeah, more fisting, less fiesta. But hey, we got uh, a bunch of five stars. <laughs> Thank you for the kind words and taking the time because I know you guys are busy. Like it's cool to take the time to review something on the internet. I've never done that. Yelp's a crazy thing to me. So you guys took this time. That's bitching. Thanks. Uh, and I'm sorry about my tangents this week. I need more sleep and less internet time. I like your tangents. And I love I, I, you guys so much. And you guys are the good corner of the internet. And overall, I've never had a bad interaction that lasted more than 12 seconds. And we always, like, solve things. And you guys are great on the YouTubes and the Twitters. And you're amazing. Because you're comic fans that invest in each other and us and comics. Yeah, thank you. And that's awesome. Thank you for awesome. investing in us. Yes. We appreciate that. Thank this you. world needs more good fans. <laughs> I try to say it, like, every week. And it sounds like a broken record. But I think it's important all seven Seven days, so if I can say it once a week, thanks. Yeah. Quit smiling, you idiot. You're supposed to be a professional. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we've got to wrap it up. Uh, We can find you on Critical Role. Where else can we find you guys? you go first. Uh, well, you can find us on Twitter for sure. On Twitter uh, at Marisha underscore Ray and at Executive Goth. And definitely go check out Signal Boost, also on Geek and Sundry Network. It's running right now. Right now. Right now. And tune right in. Now. Tune in later to catch the Mr. Matt Key here down the road. Point. This is like a super early leaky announcement. Yes. You're going to be ooh. on super early. Yeah, super. Uh, it's uh, exclusive. Exclusive. <laughs> uh, and Critical Role is on Thursday nights. Critical at what Role time? is at Thursday nights at seven p.m. till whenever we finish yeah uh and uh it's a lot of fun and we're always hopping around mm-hmm. the internet in all sorts of places doing fun stuff so yeah. you can you can yeah. see us everywhere and yeah. again and back you, alley and do you have some uh some vo stuff that you guys can uh, talk about oh right it's sure a, our day jobs yeah it's like a week before e3 i'm on so many ndas right now it is uh, a week fair. before That's e3 fair. Fair. we don't have a whole lot to talk about that you probably don't already know about i'm about to start fair. directing an anime called skip beat and that's going to be nice. like the next two months of my life that's it awesome is, uh, working on a show about uh Actors in Japan. Congrats. That's cool. Yeah, I think the most recent. Oh well, you can catch me in in Lego Lego Marvel. Yeah, you're in Lego Marvel. In Lego Marvel, I'm I'm a, a Shield. I know. Scientist. I, I, I found Did you finally you. found I me? Because I, I know you, you said yeah. you were having a hard time finding yeah, me. Fine. Yeah. Well, you, you do the Shield scientist, but you also aren't you like one of the voices of the people running around town too? And the, like probably. I think probably. I, I think I've heard your voice there too. Probably. Um, uh, I, yeah, play, so I play the game just going like. Uh, where's Marisha? No, where's like just away. hours, just looking I'm, for I'm you. I'm in Lego Jurassic Park, but I don't know what other Lego stuff I can talk about. I, know. I don't remember because they know. all, yeah, they're all kind of funny they're, and weird. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Uh, Koi, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at c o y j a n d r u. Uh, I recently got an agent for all this hosting jazz, and I'm really happy. I can't say who it is, but it's really fucking exciting. And oh, I also yeah. just shot a VR short with an amazing cast and crew, and it's going to be released in VR and in 3D. Is that the one where you had red. orange nipples? I had orange nipples. Cool. It's okay. so cool. It's interactive what? and VR, so it's like playing Doom, but with actors, and there's seven stunts happening simultaneously. So watching it's the craziest thing in the world. Wait, can't, what? What VR? All like like Oculus all Rift, Oculus? Like, like going through it, and I can't reveal much more than that because it's like indie tastic. But the fact that I did it was the coolest thing and acting with people like in a VR environment is amazing and I can't wait to release it and show you guys all because we're going to try to make it a bigger thing so it's really cool and it's been the craziest month of my life which is why I'm underslept and why I'm tangenting and you guys are my like anchor so thank you and uh, <laughs> send me stuff on Twitter and Instagram and much love yeah alright uh, I produce Fat Man on Batman I'm also doing stuff with CCHQ you can watch us over there and uh, I do this on Tuesdays now Sorry, we had to move it, but Tuesdays. it was Tuesdays. But Tuesdays at eleven. But I can do it now. Yay! Matt's back. I'm really excited. Matt's back. Yeah, yeah. I hated being away. Yeah. Uh, uh, Matt, if I could. Uh, Doom is speaking. Doom speaks. Uh, Doom also can't officially announce this yet, but if you're a fan of uh, science fiction, stay tuned to my Twitter for some cool stuff coming down the road. Skip a poop. 
That's, I don't know what that means. Just skip Is that the ultimate skibbity bop? Yeah, that's the ultimate skibbity bop. Yeah. All right, we've got to wrap it up. Follow us on Twitter at Marvel News PTN or on Facebook forward slash Marvel News Show. Find us on YouTube uh, forward slash Popcorn Talk Network. Just search for our show there. Thank you very much for joining us this week. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principal. All right, hey. All right, good job, guys. Let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day. <laughs> <laughs>